0: Hi, everybody. This is Alex Mo here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined again by Tom Still, President of the Wisconsin Technology Council. Tom, thanks for coming back on the show. Oh, thank you, Alex, for having me. Absolutely. So we're going to be discussing the Wisconsin Governor's Business Plan Contest today, which is an annual competition hosted by the Tech Council. So, Tom, to get us started here, can you share a bit about the history of the contest for listeners who aren't familiar?
1: Sure. It's uh, it's We're in our 20th year, which is actually amazing especially to me because it's uh been it's something that uh, has you know really grown or evolved over time it is a contest that uh is just as the name suggests it's uh, it's about uh, having a good business plan um and being able to write one and present it in a way that that makes some sense uh, we have judges um, take a look at all the plans we have mentors who help out with applicants and uh it it's a process that extends from uh, our january 31st deadline to enter which is an easy thing to do and until until the entrepreneurs conference in june so mm-hmm. it's it's a process and nobody's rushed into writing a full business plan uh, at, at first it's it's a uh, walk before you run kind of contest so it begins with 250 words um it's free to enter And the website is govsbizplancontest.com. So it's uh, been an exciting part of of time of trying to get more people introduced to uh, the entrepreneurial sector of Wisconsin.
0: Excellent. Well, we will have a link below the podcast for listeners to click through if people are interested in applying or just learning more about the contest. But. Um meanwhile Tom I was hoping you could talk a bit about what you've heard from prior competitors and and even winners about their experience with the contest. What uh, what do folks say about their their experience, you know, what they get out of it?
1: It's it's really multifaceted in that way. There are there are prizes, there are cash prizes, there are service prizes, things like office space, legal help, things things in that order. But what we hear most is actually the kind of experience and exposure they were able to get. Um, They suddenly have to, you know, maybe feeling alone in terms of their business plan, uh, find that people are taking a look. They find that they're in some settings where they can share it with others. Um, Sometimes there's news coverage about some, some interesting things they're doing because uh, a number of our judges are investors. Sometimes they see investments out of the out of the uh, contest. And ultimately, it's about you know a combination of things that can um, help that plan become a real life business. And so those are the kinds of things we hear about over time. Um, just just the immersion into a process that helps them get something off the drawing board and into reality.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely seems like a a good avenue kind of into this startup community that we see here in Wisconsin that's always kind of growing and evolving. Yes. So the Tech Council recently released some stats that I found really interesting about the kind of rising numbers of women taking part in the contest. So 30% of the entries over the past nine years were from um, women. And then during that same period, 132 of the about 455 semifinalists have been women and then 73 of the 210 finalists. So um, can you just talk a bit about this trend that you're seeing of, of more women taking part?
1: Well, I think it's encouraging. And, um, you know, we'd always like to see it be better than that. But, um, you know, just generally in sort of tech startups, you don't always see that many, many women. Mm-hmm. And it's good. So it's good to see that we're seeing more in Wisconsin. I It's hopefully for a variety of reasons. Um, Um, And, uh, yeah, indeed, we went back over nine years and checked all those entries. And it was it it was a very consistent number right at 30 percent. The the semifinalists uh, a little bit lower, but the finalists went back up close to that that 30 percent mark, actually maybe a little higher, probably closer to 33. So um, I think it means that that, uh, first of all, they're getting the word second uh, they have good ideas and third they're often ideas that maybe um, investors who are men or or consumers uh, who might be you know in some cases men don't, don't don't automatically think of they 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 probably are coming up with ideas that resonate in ways with with markets that you know not everybody's all that familiar with so, yeah, it's 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 good to see. I mean, uh, we've had people like uh, Laura King from Elucid Medical be a winner. Katie Brenner from Blue Diagnostics. Uh, Patricia Woolridge, part of a team at Growth Chart Records. Jackie Hine from Plum Pharmaceuticals, and most recently Paige Peters, uh, who leads the team at Rapid Radicals, which is a, a water tech company. So you know, many others in that in that category. Uh, and again, gratifying.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you do hear a lot about the the whole idea that, you know, innovation comes from diverse perspectives. So having that here in the state is undoubtedly a good development. And um, since the contest began, you know, there's been thousands of entries. And as we mentioned, you know, hundreds of finalists, you, you mentioned a few just now, but I was hoping you could also highlight some of the recent winners or, or finalists of the past few years that you found particularly innovative.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're right. I mean, about 4,600 entries over time. Um, one I just mentioned, at least in passing, uh, Rapid Radicals was uh, the grand prize winner in 2022. Um, they're out there now raising uh, funding through grants and other means. It, this is a company that focuses on the rapid treatment of water that could come. A variety of sources during a rainfall or a flood event or something like that, and it's particularly effective in settings where perhaps a sanitary sewer system and a uh, regular set, a storm sewer system converge, and the, the the water comes out all all you know just almost all at once, uh, and so this dramatically increases uh, the efficiency of treating that water so that's a, that's a company to just last year um you know over time i'm thinking of companies like vector surgical this was um, a company that uh, actually their leader uh, entered the contest three different times and finally won it um and today they're they they have customers uh, in 50 states and around the world it's a basically a medical surgical tools company uh Trilody medical was uh, uh, a company in the in the heart monitoring and device space uh that won in 2021 uh they're out there doing some great things uh revolution ehr was uh, uh electronic health record uh, company for optometrists specifically and they're doing work all over the country uh but you know and it, it, those are just those are some couple that were medical but Mobcraft uh, beer out of milwaukee Came through the uh, contest and won, won, won one of the con- uh, categories. OCO is a civic in- engagement platform and uh, they did really well in 2016. They, uh, especially in the last year, have raised a lot of money, you know, some, somewhere around $15 million. And they are doing business in a lot of different states. Um, Hyde Sportswear. That's a company that uh, makes inflatable life jackets that are easy to wear, comfortable to wear. They were actually on the Shark Tank show one time, huh. and uh, so they're a good example of a consumer product. So it's it's uh, it's been a long sort of legacy of good companies. Now, not everybody makes it to the finals as a has a has a company that survives all that long. It's just that's just the nature of small business. Sure. But, you know, a couple of times we have surveyed all of the finalists from, you know, the preceding years and discovered in both times that we did this. Most recently in 2019, um, 75% or so of the cohort that was in that survey period, which was seven years, were still alive. Wow. They are still business. And when you look in general at small business survival rate in in anywhere in the country, it's got to be more like 35%. Right. So that's a good stick rate.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, glad to hear about all the success and the really interesting ideas that are coming out of startups here in the state, Tom. And um, as you mentioned earlier, it it bears repeating the deadline to enter the contest is... uh, the end of the month here, the end of January. Um, and as I mentioned before, we'll have a link below for those who want to uh, check out more information or apply. Uh, Tom, any final thoughts you'd like to leave our listeners with here before we wrap up?
1: Well, the, you know the contest we try to help people in a lot of ways. not I mean, not everybody's going to win, right? Sure. but they can advance they can take part in some things. We have a for example, a live boot camp february twenty second in Milwaukee where people get some hands-on instruction. And, you know, maybe importantly, they get to meet other entrepreneurs like themselves. So being an entrepreneur can be kind of lonely at times, right? But in this case, they get a chance to meet others. Um, And um, just, you know, other resources and and things they can plug into and just be a part of a larger ecosystem. So we think it's a a valuable learning experience, even for those who, you know, aren't going to make it to the top 12 or so.
0: Right. Absolutely, Tom. Well, for listeners who want to follow along, we're going to have coverage at Wisp Business about the contest as it rolls on this year. And um, I want to say thanks again for coming on the podcast, sharing your thoughts, Tom. And I'm sure we'll talk again before long.
1: Thank you, Alex. And to everyone at Wisbusiness.com.
0: You've been listening to WIS Business, the podcast. Now, stay tuned for words from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and Wisp Business Podcasts. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.